Good morning, it's 970 WAMD Aberdeen and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library and that is Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we're excited. We're going to be speaking with Bryce Jacobson, Recreation Specialist 2 at Eden Mill Nature Center. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Can we, I just kind of want to do another 10 seconds of Booker T. Okay, do that. I can hear it. out of my system. <laughs> You're good to go for the yes, day. Yes, and we, we can't wait to talk to Bryce because it's, it's just amazing what our um, what our, 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 our folks in, in parks and rec and streams, it's what they do with, uh, um, they make use of all the resources they have and it's just the jewels right in our backyard. But first I want I'm annoyed at something. What? Um, do people not know how to drive around a circle, <laughs> uh, the rotaries? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, if someone's in the circle already, you let them go. You can't be in it, too. <laughs> right. I won't go on, on that one. But another thing is I loved, I realized how long I've been doing this show, which is, I think, four years now. But as you know, we always talk about, I... um. Every school bus in the county yes gets in front of you. Gets in front of me. Mm -hmm. uh, they all take my route mm -hmm. for some reason. But there's right up here before we turn into High Up Lane. There's a um, there's a dad that waits with his daughter. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember when I started, she was this little peanut. She Aww. was probably five. Um, and I just I just drove by today. She's nine. <laughs> She's like, you know, she's a young lady she's growing now. Up. Thought, oh my god! Uh, so, but that's—I uh, love watching the kitties at the bus stops, even though their buses get in my way. I know, I know. It's a good way to look at it. That's right. Okay, um, Bryce and I are ready to hit it out of the park on trivia. You ready for trivia? Let's yes. do this. All right, guys. Uh I don't know if this is a good lead-off question, but I'm going with it. According to tradition, what should be worn by women strictly between Memorial Day and Labor Day? White. It's white. Good job, you guys. Tag teaming it there on the first question. That reminds me of the first paragraph of To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, but we won't go into that either. You're not going to recite <laughs> it for us? Oh, it's, it's great, but no. <laughs> Luckily for you. I haven't had enough coffee for that today. In June of 1992, this presidential candidate appeared on the Ar Arsenio Hall show playing his saxophone. It's Bill Clinton. Bryce said Bubba. he was good, and I'm Bubba. feeling it. I'm feeling it. Okay, Bob's really into music. I don't know if you are, Bryce. I but... love music. All right. Which group sang Summer in the City? Um... The Loving Spoonful. Good job. John Sebastian. Good job. Who also sang Welcome Back, Cotter. Really? Yep. Huh. He always adds to trivia. It's wonderful. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, let me get this out of my head. Um, the Baseball Hall of Fame opened in June of 1939 in this New York town. Um, you know Cooperstown. It. Yep. Named after James Fenimore Cooper. I didn't author. know that. See? Hmm. He adds. Last of the Mohican. Yeah. Name the only two people in the Baseball Hall of Fame oh, gosh. that never played baseball, managed ba a baseball team, or were in the front office of a baseball team. The guy you just mentioned? Nope. <laughs> really? I got nothing. Bryce, you're I, up. I don't know. I can't even... Okay, so not an owner, not a player. Never... We're really ever affiliated with who uh, did it? Was it a writer? Someone who wrote about two, two announcers? Getting close, but no, no, never affiliated because there are some announcers too. I'll put you out of your misery. Please do. Abbott and Costello. Uh, oh, that's awesome! <laughs> Isn't that cool? Very cool. That's really great. That's really great. That one. That's a great one. Hmm. And there's a whole thing up at the the Hall of Fame with the. The um the routine. Who's on first? What's on second? Yeah. I don't know. Third base. 
I have never been there, but I, it's on my bucket list. I would like to go. I love baseball. All right. First celebrated in Spokane, Washington in 1910. This June holiday occurs annually on the third Sunday of the month. It's Father's Day. Bryce. I was not, I would never have guessed, guessed that. And, and you're a father. <laughs> Sp Spokane threw me off. <laughs> June is considered the best month to do what? Get married. Yes. Did and you get why? married wow. in June? No. November. I didn't either. October. Hmm. <laughs> why is it the best month? I have no idea. I'm thinking the weather. I'm thinking the beginning of summer. The weather's been pretty awful for a Yeah, it lately. has been. But like back in the day when it, this became the thing. <laughs> um, but I think October is becoming the next month in the fall. A lot of fall weddings. Um, hmm. Oh, this is a good one. This popular summer treat was accidentally invented by an 11-year-old boy in 1905 when he left a glass of powdered soda outside with a stirring stick overnight and it froze. Popsicle. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. That's a good one. And, okay, I have to... Um, you got something related? Yes. Um, the first... Commercial, commercially made ice cream was sold on this day in 1886. Today? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm. What year? 1886? Mm-hmm. That was part of the education thing. But, um, I love it when, I love it when, when we, we overlap. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't happen often, but I love it when we overlap. Well, we can always find a connection. <laughs> the Stars and Stripes was adopted by Congress as the flag of the United States in 1777. And this day is observed as Flag Day. What is the exact date? June 15th? Very close, but no cigar. 16th. Go the other way. It's June 12th? 14th. 14th. Man. <laughs> we could have kept going and we yeah. eventually would have gotten there. Eventually. We only had 30 days. <laughs> what do you do on Flag Day? Like, how do you put your flag out? Actually, yeah, but... If you haven't gone to Fort McHenry on mm -hmm. Flag Day, you're mm -hmm. missing something. Have you been down there? I haven't. No. It's a. It's a. It's. They have a, a, a symphony orchestra, musical acts, uh, fireworks um, on the lawn right at Fort, wow. Fort McHenry. It's really a lot of fun. You hmm. should do it once. Well, that's next Thursday, so. I think you should do it, and give, you can give us a book report on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These summer pests have been around for more than 30 million years. Mosquitoes. That is correct. You, do you know that because of your background? I don't. I just guessed because they're a pest. <laughs> <laughs> and they feel like they've been around for 30 million years. Yes. Folks, don't let standing water stand. That is true. Especially after all this rain. All right. Another music one, guys. What soundtrack did the song Summer Nights come from? Um, summer nights. Summer nights. Oh, Greece. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was very good. You named that tune yeah. and uh, uh -huh. three, three notes. Uh huh. And those were You're, horrible you notes for me. <laughs> I am singer? not. Oh my gosh. You had it right. <laughs> That's all I'm ever gonna sing on this show. Um, on June 26, 1977, this rock and roll icon performed the final concert of his life in Indianapolis, Indiana. Elvis. Yep. Mm. You want to do another one? Sure. This is fun. We're... You guys are busting a move. What boxer earned a disqualification during a heavyweight rematch in June 1997 by biting opponent Evander Holyfield's ear? Mike Tyson. Mike yes. Tyson. God, that was weird. <laughs> David Letterman's top ten for that day was hilarious. <laughs> I can't think of any now. I miss David Letterman's show, too. I'm going to look that up because it was really <laughs> great. It was Mike Tyson's top ten excuses. Oh, okay. I wondered if he ever, like, publicly said why he did it. Um, oh. There's probably no reason. Uh, yeah, uh, one is to, to make up for the fact that I talk like an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's so tough. Okay. Uh, good. Excellent. Good job, you guys. I am quite impressed. Thank you. 
quite impressed. Um, a quick education, uh, minutia education. 1630, uh, in 632 A.D., the Prophet Muhammad died. Um, in 1869, Ives McGaffey patented his what household chore time saver. What's the name? It really sucked. A vacuum? Yep. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my game today, too. And uh, Walt Disney, this is for Mary Hassler, graduated from high school on this day in, two, in 1917. Wow, 1917. That was a genius man. And in, um, in 1953, uh, the Supreme Court finally forbade segregated lunch counters. It makes me realize that it's only 70, 65 years ago that we were still doing that. Um, That's crazy when you Don think Drysdale about it. in 1968, still one of the most amazing feats ever, um, pitched his record 68th consecutive scoreless inning. Oh, wow. Just wow. Unbelievable. For Oral what team? Dodgers. Okay. Him and Koufax, they were like one of the best one-two punches ever. Wow. Um, and that's all for that. Those were some good ones. Yeah, and you know what? We, why don't we, we'll move the news so we can, okay. um, let's, all right. let's get right to Bryce. We have lots of questions for him. All right, guys, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Bryce Jacobson, Recreation Specialist 2 at Eden Mill Nature Center. Hartford County Public Library Summer Reading Challenge, Libraries Rock, starts Monday, June 18th. It runs through Saturday, August 25th. The Summer Reading Challenge encourages continued learning and inspires a lifetime of love of reading for children of all ages. On June 18th, Summer Reading Challenge kickoff celebrations will feature exciting events and fun activities at the Abington Library from 10 a.m. to noon and the Falston Library from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Visit with Summer Reading Challenge sponsors who will be on hand at both events to celebrate and offer additional incentives. Visit hcplonline.org for dates and times of other awesome Summer Reading Challenge activities offered throughout the summer. The Summer Reading Challenge is generously funded through our amazing community sponsors, library friends groups, and also by funds raised by the Harford County Public Library Foundation. Read to Me tote bag sponsors are the Aberdeen Ironbirds, APG, SCU, Bel Air Friends of Harford County Public Library, Darlington Friends of Harford County Public Library, Harford County Public Library Foundation, Harford Day School, and M&T Bank. Elementary School tote bag sponsors are the Aberdeen Ironbirds, Aberdeen Rotary Club, Harco, Harford County Public Library Foundation, Harford Day School, and Maryland 529. Middle and High School tote bag sponsors are the Aberdeen Ironbirds, Advanced Eye Care, Bernardino Family Trust, Harford Community College, Harford County Public Library Foundation, Rosedale Federal Savings and Loan, and Wegmans. More information may be found at hcplonline.org or by picking up a copy of the Headlines and Happenings newsletter at any of the library's 11 locations. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. And this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted today to have Bryce Jacobson in the studio with us. Bryce is a Hartford County native and a graduate of North Hartford High School. He attended West Virginia University and graduated with a Bachelor in Parks, Recreation, and Tourism Resources in 2013. His involvement with Hartford County Parks and Recreation started through his Eagle Scout service project in high school. Throughout his college career, he returned to complete an internship and worked part-time for the Above and Beyond Adventure Program for a number of years and then accepted a full-time position. He has been based at Eden Mill Nature Center as a Recreation Specialist too for about two and a half years. Welcome, Bryce, and thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. Good of morning. Of course. Oh, no, we're happy to have you on. But what mm -hmm. the regulation specialist, too, in, is that in addition to something else? <laughs> T-O-O or <laughs> Roman numeral two. Like, you couldn't resist. <laughs> it's an important part. Um, the higher the number, the better. Uh, that's what we'll say. Yes. Um, Eden Mill. Uh, tell us about Eden Mill uh, for those of us who haven't been there. And they, if you haven't been there, you should be. you should go there. 
several times this summer. But mm -hmm. what's Eden, what is Eden Mill and what is it? What is its purpose and what is it? Uh, just give us a quick background of the, uh, the Eden Mill. So Eden Mill is a park and nature center up in Pilesville, Maryland. Um, it's north of Rock State Park, and we have a lot of different opportunities throughout all the seasons. Uh, we have canoeing, we have painting lessons, we have beehive uh, classes, Ooh. we have uh, kids classes that focus on nature or gardening or mm -hmm. other things like that. Um, there's tons of opportunities up at Eden Mill, and there's some really fantastic uh, nature center mounts and educational stuff up there. Mm -hmm. um, we have a fantastic canoe and kayak launch. It's free to come up and come and see the uh, the creek. And just uh, before we go on, folks, um, you can go to uh, EdenMill.org, E-D-E-N-M-I-L-L.org, um, to find out more about it. You can also go to the Parks and Recreation website, the mm -hmm. harpcountymd.gov. Oh, okay. And mm -hmm. you can find more information on the Parks and Rec side as well. Great. Um, tell us about, um, uh, we want to talk about the Fall Fest event because I love that. Okay. Um, wanna, uh, tell us about that. So Fall Fest is one of our largest, or it is our largest event that we do each year. And it's held, I believe, the first Saturday in November. And it's free for everyone to come in. We close down Eden Mill Road right next to the property. Um, we have everything from pumpkin chunking to hmm. face painting to mill tours. Uh, we have live animal exhibits. We have a number of different organizations come out and join us for mm -hmm. uh, exhibition uh, tables. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a fantastic opportunity to come out and enjoy the fall and enjoy the property right. and see the color change that Harford County is really well known for mm -hmm. um, and just enjoy the park. And it's actually, it's open, it's open already. It opens fairly early for these facilities. It opens at 9 in the morning? Correct, yes. So mm -hmm. our nature center opens from 9, or is open from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. Oh, and that's, that's also nice. the historic grist mill included with that. Okay. Uh, what is Summer Critter Dinner Time? <laughs> so Summer Critter it's Dinner Time too. is one of the programs that one of our naturalists runs. And it's just an opportunity for members of the public to come out and interact with some of our turtles, some of our amphibians, some of our reptiles, like our snakes, um, and just learn a little bit about their their dietary habits and uh, experience a different a, a different program than mm -hmm. you would usually see if you're watching TV. Great, I see a turtle, but now you get to see this turtle up close and personal. You get to see it interact with you. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of our animals are are they love to be handled. They love to be in programming because mm -hmm. they've been they've gotten used to it over the time mm -hmm. and they start to get more comfortable and that's where their true colors start to show mm -hmm. do you actually do they do participants actually feed <coughs> the critters so the participants do help feed okay um and it's set up by our naturalist and they they make sure that everything's all ready to go and then uh there's a little bit of some education on maybe what we're feeding them or how mm -hmm. we're how we manage their uh, their food intake, mm -hmm. and then they do get an opportunity to feed them. That yep. is a neat twist. That's really unique. So uh, the other thing is, there's there's an amazing number of trails. So it's you can go there and hike all day, and really have just so much variety. Yes. How did with the trails? Uh, I guess this is a good time to ask about the Eden Mill Nature Committee. Explain what that committee is and it sounds like they facilitate so much of this stuff they really do they're the things that go on at eden mill really wouldn't be possible without such a great uh presence by the rec council and that's what eden mill nature committee inc is is it's a rec council similar to churchville rec council or falston rec council <clears throat> that manages more of your your sports leagues um eden mill handles the nature side so they one of their first programs that they ran or started to run was the evening and uh, early morning canoe trips on Thursdays and Sunday mm. or Saturday mornings. 
Um, they manage all the trails. They take care of maintenance. They take care of mulching. They take care of feeding or uh, handling our animals. Um, without the rec council, the park really wouldn't be in such a great shape that it is. It's, a, and it's it such a large property. Mm -hmm. Is this, I believe Eden Mill, wasn't that the, uh, Eden Mill the beneficiary of um, a, a gift or um, a fund uh, in honor of uh, Ben Boniface, uh, who, who passed away, I, oh my God, four years ago? That was, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you're thinking of the, you're thinking of the kayak launch over on Route 1. Near oh. Palmer State Park, I think mm -hmm. it is. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's it. Mm -hmm. I know he was such a big fan, he fan was. of up and down Deer Creek. Yep. And um, speaking of that, uh, canoeing. Um, so I could go up there today, mm -hmm. rent a canoe. We don't actually rent canoes, but we offer a Thursday evening canoeing program that's run by the Rec Council, as well as a Saturday morning canoeing program. So okay. we don't do any rentals, but the the... Boat launch is free to use, and anybody can come and use it during the day. But is kayaking, um, is there is it good kayaking up there? Up There's there? some fantastic kayaking. If you want to get in, I see a lot more kayaks, actually, than canoes. Um, if you want to come up, you can use everything from a stand-up paddleboard to a oh. canoe. Um, if it floats, you can use it. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, if it floats, I can sink it. <laughs> <laughs> I can sink a. If you see Bob coming, run, run, run! It's so beautiful up in that part of Hartford County. It's. I fantastic. mean, it is a gorgeous part of Hartford. I mean, it's all beautiful where we live. But I'm very fortunate to be able to look out my window at work and Deer Creek's running by me, and mm -hmm. trees are nice in bloom, and kind of takes the stress away, doesn't it? It does. So, Deer, where? So it's. Up Deer Creek from uh, where Dick Deer Creek goes th goes through rocks. Yes. Okay. Um, so I guess it's it's a little bit. I guess it's northwest of Rock State Park or north by northwest. Roughly, yes. Okay. Um, what is the Wetland Service Day? So the Wetland Service Day is part of a program that the Rec Council does, and there's a, a synthetic wetlands that it was created. A number of years ago and it's used as an educational tool uh, primarily for our field trips that we run with uh, schools from around the county and around mm -hmm. the area and so the the service day is basically we're removing some of the excess weeds we're removing some of the overgrowth uh, that just accumulates over the growing season so mm -hmm. that the, the kids and the other visitors that come in with our programs can see see how that wetlands interacts with mm -hmm. the ecosystem a little bit better than just seeing a swamp, mm -hmm. if you will. And I guess uh, if, if you don't do that, things can start to silt up and then... Things don't... Things silt up just a little bit, um, but it's more just the overgrowth of, of vegetation. Okay. Yeah. Summer Still Life Drawing Series. This is, list is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what is... Uh, t tell us about that. So that is run again by the Rec Council. Um, most of our programming that occurs does occur from the Rec Council. And the Summer Still Life Drawing is is a fantastic spot to, or a fantastic class to just come out and we teach a little bit more about techniques. Okay. Uh, we have the group come out and we'll give them examples of maybe what they want to draw, whether it's feathers or... Um, a skull or Ooh. maybe a leaf or things like that. But it it gives them a different, something different to draw other than a bowl of fruit, mm -hmm. if you will. Does it take place outside? It, honestly, I couldn't tell you yes or no. I think it has. Okay. Um, depending on the weather, but I know right. it's based usually out of our classroom. Okay. Because a day like today would be a beautiful day to do something like that. Yep. I gotta hang, I may go up there this afternoon. This is, <laughs> this is getting me very uh, uh, intrigued. You're welcome to. Uh, owl prowl. Owls are <laughs> the most amazing animals, uh, from baby owls to so many different varieties. What is the owl prowl? So the owl prowl is another another nature-based program that the Rec Council does, and 
a number of our volunteers and programmers are experienced uh, birders. Okay. And they know they know where a couple of our resident owls are. Okay. They might know uh, when they come out, or they mm-hmm. can help you identify calls and okay. uh, again discuss kind of their dietary habits mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really it's a naturalist talk or a naturalist program that's mm-hmm. more more focused on the owls. Okay. Yeah. So you really do go prowling for owls. Yes. Um, volunteering. Uh, if I want to volunteer, what can I do? How do I do it? And what's some of the stuff I can... Sounds like I could have a lot of fun while I'm volunteering. <laughs> you can have a blast volunteering. I actually helped to volunteer on a uh, canoe trip last night and... I thought it was a great, a great day to get out on the water. So I came out and jumped in a canoe, and it was a blast. So there's tons of fantastic opportunities with the volunteering programs. Mm-hmm. Um, to become a volunteer, you come in, or you can check on our website I or on that. the EdenMill.org web- mm-hmm. website and fill out an application, mm-hmm. and you go through a background check, and then at that point, you become a volunteer. We have a number of different teams. We have our wetlands team. We have our canoeing team. Mm-hmm. We have our trail maintenance teams. Uh, field trips are a big one. I bet you guys do a ton of field trips, don't you? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Once, once April, once April starts until I think about two weeks ago, we were running pretty much every mm-hmm. day. Some group or some mm-hmm. school was coming out with us. That's awesome. That's such a great thing for those kids to see. Yeah. And there's, uh, folks can rent um, or use, uh, there's a meeting room, a pavilion, a meadow gazebo, pedestrian bridge, um, uh, really just uh, go there, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Sounds like paradise. Um, I have some, um, some Eden Mill trivia for you. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. We'll try. Okay. <laughs> Let's um, see. When uh, when was the mill built? The mill was built in 1798. Very good. And what family, um, what family uh, operated it for almost a hundred years? That would have been the Stansberry family. Very good. And then <laughs> the son-in-law, George Anderson. Mm-hmm. And then it left the family. Son-in-law is probably. You know how yeah, those son-in-laws <laughs> are, man. <laughs> Um, Hundreds of years down the tube. <laughs> what was Eden Mill? Um, was Eden Mill? I'll just ask you this: uh, what What was it? Was it ever a power plant? It was. So between 1917 and 1964, it was owned wow. and operated by the Fawn Grove Light and Power Company, and they provided power to, I believe five or six different locations around the mill. Um, and back then there was much more uh, localized power systems instead mm-hmm. of this central large grid power. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a number of different mills up and down the creeks that would, sometimes they would be converted into power plants and they would they would provide power for the area. Wow. What? That, that, that's amazing. The Glenrock Light and Power Company. The Fawn Grove Power or mm-hmm. Light and Power Company. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, Fawn Grove PA and New Park PA. What did uh, the mill grind? So the mill ground grains that farmers brought from around the area. So they ground corn, they ground wheat. Uh, I believe they ground rye as well, but the main ones were corn and wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, there may have been a couple of other ones thrown buckwheat. in there. Some buckwheat, possibly, yes. I'm looking at it, so yep. like, it's not like I knew that. Yep. <laughs> You're brilliant, Bob. And sometimes animal feeds. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, going back to the power, didn't they have to raise the height? Is that why the dam is so high? Because they had to raise the height of the dam yes. to generate the power? Yep, so they raised, originally the dam was much shorter. Um, and that was just to make uh, just to make a resistance on the water so that the water could power the turbine that spun the grindstone Mm -hmm. for the mill and then when they came in with the power generators they had to raise the uh, dam to I believe it's now 18 feet 
and that produced enough of a back pressure that could spin those power turbines. Oh, wow. And are your office, it says there's some offices, are your offices in the old grain bins by yes. any chance? Yep. So there's a building that's built alongside of the uh, historic mill, and that was used as a grain storage facility. Mm -hmm. And so now we have, Parks and Rec has their offices there, and a couple of the Rec Council employees are also there. And so periodically when you walk through the building, you'll see a square or two about four inches by four inches. And that was an old chute where grain would run ah. from, from level to level. So there's... There's some really cool history in these buildings. No kidding. What a great office space. Yeah. Jeez. I just think of that movie Witness when um, the, one oh, of the bad guys got suffocated in the yeah. silo. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what a way to go. Oh, God. No thank you. No thank you. Double. Um, mm -mm. By the way, quicksand is not never very deep. You don't. Oh. If, so you, you'll probably just sink down to, what, your waist or something like that? I'm not sure. Something. <laughs> so I know don't it's, panic. I know it's not. I know it's not thirty feet deep, but I, yeah. I don't know if it's six feet deep or if it's eight feet deep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's um, all we they see is the the, the pith helmet mm -hmm. on the top Help. of the the, the set. Um, and that was how was that for? I'm from the king of the non sequitur. <laughs> Bob, continue to amaze me. Edenmill.org. This is uh, this is this is fantastic, and um. It, it, now, the, how does this fit into the county as far as it is under the auspices of Parks and Rec? The property is, yes. The property is. Yep, the property is owned by Parks and Recreation, and there's a very symbiotic relationship between the Rec Council and Parks and Recreation. The Rec Council was actually, it's a little bit different than most locations, because the Rec Council actually developed Eden Mill to really what it is. They created the trails, they created the Nature Center, um, they they developed the classroom. They really started that offering um, on their own. So they were influential with the mill and kind of making sure that that was restored to a point where it's uh, able to be shown to people uh -huh. and the public. Uh, they've gathered up a number of... If you walk into the Nature Center, there are dozens upon dozens of mounts of the local animals on the Piedmont Plateau, which mm -hmm. is the ecosystem that we're in okay. up here in Maryland. Um, the Rec Council really, really works hand in hand with Parks and Rec. Okay. And they really make sure that the that Eden Mill is to the level that it really is. That's wonderful. That's a great relationship. And I just want to shout out to Eden Mill for a partnership that our Whiteford branch has, our Whiteford library branch. Yes. Um, we have the Story Walk program, um, and you guys were generous enough to build these huge frames, and we print out, you know, different types of nature books on uh, big formats, 22 by 28, and they go in this frame, and kids and their families can walk along and read the story do activities. Um, it is one I know our uh, manager up there, Deidre, is loves the program. She gets a ton of um, feedback from it. So thank Good. you so much for that partnership. Yeah. It means a lot up there. Thank you for helping to organize that. I know it's very popular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's fun and it's beautiful. I mean, it's just it's just a really neat thing to see when you go up there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, can you stick around with us after the break? Sure, right, I'd so be happy have some to. Some more fun and education. All right. And other chicanery. Chicanery. <laughs> Antics. Tomfoolery. <laughs> Who is this Tom? What a bing. I don't know, but he's always up to no good. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll cover some great events coming up at the library, and then we'll go over the edge where we look at some news from outside Hartford County and do some more thingamabobs. Hartford County Public Library's Summer Reading Challenge, Libraries Rock, starts Monday, June 18th. It runs through Saturday, August 25th. The Summer Reading Challenge encourages continued learning and inspires a lifetime of love of reading for children of all ages. On June 18th, Summer Reading Challenge kickoff celebrations will feature exciting events and fun activities at the Abington Library from 10 a.m. to noon and the Falston Library from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. 
visit with summer reading challenge sponsors who will be on hand at both events to celebrate and offer additional incentives. Visit hcplonline.org for dates and times of other awesome summer reading challenge activities offered throughout the summer. The Summer Reading Challenge is generously funded through our amazing community sponsors, library friends groups, and also by funds raised by the Harford County Public Library Foundation. Read to Me tote bag sponsors are the Aberdeen Ironbirds, APG, FCU, Bel Air Friends of Harford County Public Library, Darlington Friends of Harford County Public Library, Harford County Public Library Foundation, Harford Day School, and M&T Bank. Elementary school tote bag sponsors are the Aberdeen Ironbirds, Aberdeen Rotary Club, Harco, Harford County Public Library Foundation, Harford Day School, and Maryland 529. Middle and high school tote bag sponsors are the Aberdeen Ironbirds, Advanced Eye Care, Bernardino Family Trust, Harford Community College, Harford County Public Library Foundation, Rosedale Federal Savings and Loan, and Wegmans. More information may be found at hcplonline.org or by picking up a copy of the Headlines and Happenings newsletter at any of the library's 11 locations. Welcome back. You're listening to 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. We're back. Um, before we do the library, I, I looked up the uh, Mike Tyson. Okay. The to top Ooh. ten reasons, excuses Mike Tyson gave for biting Evander Holyfield's ear. can't believe this is where we went today. <laughs> I love it. Um, we, we won't do it the whole thing, but um, has to do this kind of thing to compensate for the fact that he talks like Melanie <laughs> Griffith. Um, or, or I guess you've never heard of a little thing called strategy. <laughs> <laughs> it was self-defense. He wouldn't stop punching me. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> disqualified sounds way better than got his ass kicked all over the ring. <laughs> well, I'd say that. You just did. We have, <laughs> it slipped out. He ran out of gum. And, uh, um, uh, yeah, like this doesn't happen every year at the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So, That's for civilized folk. I used to love those Letterman uh, top tens. <clears throat> oh, okay. my gosh. We got that out of our system. Um, what's going on at the library? It's amazing every week, and I, um, I can't stop saying that because feels like you got you have about 8,000 people working on this stuff, and I know it's a lot less. What's going on? We are getting ready for our summer reading kickoff, which is one of the most exciting times at Harford County Public Library. Um, it kicks off on Monday, June 18th. We have two events. We have one in our Abingdon Library from 10 a.m. to noon, and Falston Library from 1 to 4 p.m., and um, basically, it's an opportunity for um, families to come and register for summer reading, get their tote bag filled with goodies from our sponsors and our vendors, um, visit with these sponsors. Um, we have some uh, special events going on that day. Uh, Tails will be there. Tails Jr. will be there. So it's a really good celebration. Um, and just of note, last year we had 19,000 kids register for summer reading. So it's just mind-boggling. The kids look forward to it. Um, librarians have been going into the public schools uh, since May to talk to them about it and get some of them signed up early. There is an early online <coughs> registration if you'd like to <coughs> register online. You can actually do that today and then swing by on the 18th to pick up your goodies. Um, you can do that at hcplonline.org or you can just swing by any of our branches on um, June 18th. They'll all have the bags um, and get started on a good summer. That is um, going to be kind of my theme. We have uh, some really great special events happening throughout the summer. We have some old uh, programs coming back that are very popular. Mr. John comes and sings. Um, Extreme Balloon Man is a really popular uh, gentleman. That's he... Extreme <laughs> Balloon Man. That is his name. Okay. He makes the most amazing balloon creations, and it, his hands are just like, boom, it's done. I mean, it is like magic. <laughs> and the whole time he's doing it, he's telling stories, and 
you know, he'll create what he's talking about while he's talking about it. It's really um, a really fun event. And then speaking of magic, we have the Mike Rose Magic Show throughout the summer at a lot of our branches. I've um, seen him work. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this year's theme for Summer Reading Challenge is Libraries Rock. So we have a lot of music-themed uh, events coming along. Um, the Song Imagineer with Ray Owen. He will take you on a boxcar back in the day on a train and sing and tell stories. Um, he, <clears throat> he's really, really funny. Um, he has the kids sitting on the edge of their seat. Like, he's an amazing storyteller. Um, and then we have Outside the Beatbox with Max Bent. Um, that's a one-man music show. He's a beatboxer. Um, it's family it's family friendly. Um, he has original songs. He does cover songs. So we have a lot of really fun things coming up. So check out our schedule, um, hcplonline.org, or swing by a branch and pick up the quarterly publication headlines and happenings. It's all listed there. Um, there's just, gosh, so much going on. This is one of our favorite times of the year. Bravo. So the June is also the best time to be at a library. Yes, it is. We're going to add that to our trivia because that is <laughs> the gospel. Oh, well, uh, hats off. Hats off to uh, the whole team. And Thank I, you, I, sir. And I know um, when you joined, uh, uh, you, none of you were probably told that there is there's no lull. There is no law. <laughs> there is no law. There's no downtime. There's none of that. But you know what? The services we offer and the customers that we are privileged to work with every day make it all worthwhile. It's just, it's an amazing job. I feel like you, Bryce. I love my job. I feel fortunate and lucky to go there every day. And, yep. you know, it's, a good, it's all good. Fantastic. Okay, we're going to do a little news, uh, which we um, uh, moved to the third block. Um, uh, Aberdeen, Route 22. Yes. It's uh, it, it's finally going to be done. It's almost finally. done. But wow. I, I, I think it's I think it's very telling that the letter that uh, the SHA sent says it should be finished by early August at the latest. It should be. We, At the should, latest. <laughs> it should have been finished in 2016, too, but weather permitting. Um, it does look like it's on its final... It's finally getting there. Yes, it this is. This was such a, a... I'm sorry, SHA. This was really just a very um, poorly managed project, and there's no other two ways to say it. But thanks to State Senator Bob Castley, who's been working hard since for about a year now um, uh, to, to get this uh, speeded up, if that's if we can use that oxymoron. Well, um, he was in our corner, I know. Um, so get it done. for all the businesses um, that, it, you know, I, I, I still wonder what you do about that. Businesses lost Absolutely. so much money uh, because their businesses, it was just pretty much impossible to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, this is huge news, but it's sort of a trickle, pardon the pun. Uh, Exelon is suing Maryland about the because uh, Maryland is trying to re get Exelon to pay for the millions of tons of sediment that the stuff have uh, that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's about twenty years ahead of schedule, or the the, the dam has filled with sediment. Okay. Um, and so now all the additional settlement sediment is just flowing over it and down mm -hmm. into the bay. Um, Which is and not the, good. the sediment from New York, uh, the source of the Susquehanna, Pennsylvania. Um, and naturally, Bryce can tell us what that does to the uh, underwater grasses, um, what it does to the habitats for oysters and crabs, and um, just pretty much screws everything up down there and then we're going to have an ugly bay so uh this is going to be very interesting uh because dredging it is an absolute huge engineering project mm -hmm. and there's some nasty stuff under that silt yeah it's really old 
old sediment that you don't want to get stirred so up. Some, that was before a lot of the old uh, pollution and runoff laws mm-hmm. and things like that. So there's some some nasty stuff yeah, down there that's trapped that, in there. Just nutrients, yeah, um, <laughs> like we deal with now. We could, could be talking three-headed fish, um, but certainly worth watching and. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, this is something um, I noticed. Uh, thank you to the Aegis um, for reporting this. And the headline, I'll just read you the headline. Joppa woman repels down building dressed as King Kong. Cool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what building? Um, downtown. Uh, she did it for the, uh, two, uh, the Blue Ocean Realty Building at 210-201 North Charles. She did it to raise money for the National <laughs> Kidney Foundation. And uh, Kim Beward, Beward, B-E-W-A-R-D, 53 years old. Wow. Um, Impressive. uh, She scaled it and then rappelled down it, 28-story building. She Uh, scaled it first? Yes. Um, Whoa. Impressive, right? Dressed as King Kong. Seriously. That's awesome. So... um, Now, I guess she did that with all permissions granted. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Um... Wow. She's an adrenaline junkie, as, oh. as in her own words. Um, I, I guess so. Whitewater rafting, bungee jumping, hang gliding, and scaling buildings. Just as King Kong. Yes. <laughs> um, that is... Uh, also, hats off to Hartford County. Um, uh, it was awarded Best in Category Award for its yep. anti-heroin effort. Um, and that is... That's uh, NACO, the National Association of Counties. And... Um, I'm close to it because I am a board member of Shar Hope, which is a recovery house for women with the disease of addiction. And I just want to give hats off to the administration, um, to nonprofits and other agencies in the community, like the library, mm-hmm. um, uh, the sheriff's office, um, so many nonprofits, uh, addiction connection resources, and um, Shar Hope mm-hmm. Homecoming Project. Everybody has really gotten together. And um, and and stepped up. We want to give a big shout out to the Ironbirds um, because uh, they are they are giving us five nights um, really dedicated to recovery awareness. That's awesome. Um, as they are fact, such great partners. Jeez. Oh, it's really amazing. Yeah. Um, opening night next Friday mm-hmm. um, is going to be one Harford. Okay. Um, and they're going to have county leaders and okay. nonprofit leaders and community leaders on the field announced mm-hmm. um and the players are gonna high five them um oh what a great and idea and in the second inning one of our uh, graduates at char hope mm-hmm. ashley is going to um tell her story from home plate um, wow. and then run the bases and she, where she'll be greeted by friends um people that helped her in her journey uh, through recovery, the players. It's called Home Run for Life. And it was wow. Matt Slade's um, GM of the Ironbirds idea. He's and, such a um, great guy. And we're gonna, that's going to happen five nights this year. Um, but hats off to the county for uh, the drama, Jeez. Addicted, their public service announcements mm-hmm. in movie theaters, their art contests, um, etc. And on the Ironbirds, hats off. Uh, 17th year for the Ironbirds. They have redoubled their efforts. Matt Slays, the GM, started last year, came from the Dodger organization, and just absolutely uh, hitting it out of the park. Uh, what they're offering and fun, excitement, things for the community. Leslie, you, oh you can gosh. speak to it. Absolutely. Just uh, home runs for the homeless and um, race against child abuse everywhere and boys and girls clubs and uh, they're a big part of summer reading challenge they're a huge sponsor we have four events planned with them where um, kids who complete the summer reading challenge get a free ticket to a game and they can come and they can run around the bases in a parade with um, Mm. tails jr our mascot Um, they're the iron birds matt they're all they're a great partner for, for the library and really every community organization and see what they've done with their food mm-hmm. uh, because everything now will be cooked, um, be prepared there. It's cooked fresh, cooked to order, using local farms. Uh, they have um, wow. Steakadelphia cooked fresh in front of our fans. Uh, um, um, 
loaded nachos and tacos, uh, Burger Topia, um, Frank's, which is uh, this one. I don't know if I could do this, but what? a lot of people will. The Oink Cluck Moo, the hot dog on a pretzel bun with with uh, barbecue sauce and cheese. Barbecue sauce. That's different. Uh -huh. um, I'll do the pretzel. Great, great, <laughs> great craft beers. So anyway, I want to mm -hmm. give a little plug to the Iron, mm -hmm. to Matt and the Ironbirds because they deserve it. They work so hard, mm -hmm. and uh, they really are uh, such an important uh, part of our community. Mm -hmm. um, I guess you can go to Ironbirds Baseball. Um, they have another great thing is they've they now do five ticket plans and five game plans instead of season tickets because they realize. You know, it's, it's a busy time to ask here. someone to yep. do 38 games, yep. but yeah. these five game plans are just amazing. Mm -hmm. So that's that in the news. I have um, a news. Can I give you a sure. news? Sure. I just want to shout out to the Hartford Leadership Academy. I graduated last night. Oh, congratulations. From it. So it was a wonderful experience. It's an amazing program, and I want to thank Mary for allowing me to be out of the office for the last 13 weeks on every Wednesday and we had a couple snow days a couple rain days so uh, in in May I think we ended up having nine classes so it's been it was been it's a wonderful experience and so last I, night was great I assume Mary cut your workload <laughs> she sure did <laughs> oh no but okay. it's it's a great way to get to know Hartford County and just everything wonderful that we do here so well, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. I, I really want to do that. I you mean, should. You should. What is it? How, it's once a year? Once a year. Mm -hmm. okay. And I believe... You have uh, to be, be selected, don't you? You do. Okay. You do. Well, Bryce and I will do it next year. Yeah. Deal. Okay, we have a little bit of um, um, thingamabobs. Uh, first, we're going to start with the English language. Uh -huh. Um... And I'm just going to read, I'm sorry, I don't know who the author of this, but it's really clever. Let's face it, English is a crazy language. There's no egg and eggplant or ham and hamburger <laughs> or apple or pine in pineapple. English muffins were not invented in England. French fries not invented in France. Sweet meats are candies, while sweet breads, which aren't sweet, are meat. We take English for granted, but if we explore its paradoxes, we find that quicksand can work slowly. Boxing rings are square. Guinea pig is neither from Guinea nor is it a pig. Why is it that writers write but fingers don't fing, grocers don't gross, and hammers don't ham? If the plural of tooth is teeth, why isn't the plural of booth beef? One goose, two geese, so one moose, two meese. One index, two indices. Is cheese the plural of choose? <laughs> if teachers taught, why didn't preachers prot? If vegetarians eat vegetables, what, what does a humanitarian eat? In what language do people <laughs> recite at a play? and play at a recital. Ship ah. by truck and send cargo by ship. Have noses that run and feet that smell. Park on driveways and drive on parkways. How can a slim chance and a fat chance be the same while a wise man and a wise guy are opposites? How can the weather be hot as hell one day and cold as hell another? <laughs> when a house burns Maryland. up, it burns down. You fill in a form by filling it out and an alarm clock goes off by going on. When the stars are out, they are visible. When the lights are out, they are invisible. And why, when I wind up my watch, I start it, but when I wind up this essay, I end it. Um, now I know why I flunked my English. That was fabulous. Wow. Huh. And then uh, she added, um, I'm sorry, I'll credit her next week. She just added a list of redundancies that we mm -hmm. use constantly, and there's uh -huh. really no, no need for them. Added bonus, future potential, prior history, <laughs> temper tantrum, a free gift, bare naked, unique individuals, <laughs> lag behind, close proximity, past experience, circulate around, duplicate copy, and exact replica. <laughs> that was wow. awesome. That was awesome. Oh, um, oh, I'm sorry. Derek Dell is... Uh, the, the author that did that. That's a guy who has a lot of time on his hands to think about that. Yes. Uh, or can think in like eight lanes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, a few life hacks. 
aluminum foil and plastic wrap. Mm -hmm. The boxes. Yes. Do, do you know what you can do? You know, you know a lot of times when you pull it out, the roll comes out? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They each have little tabs on the end of each mm -hmm. box that you press in. Yeah. And it acts as a spindle for the roll. Who knew? I did know that, Bob. I'm sorry. You did it? I did. Okay. Well, did you know that... Um, <laughs> I knew um, it. I've just never used it. <laughs> Fair enough. What about when you have like a kitchen wastebasket and the white bag goes in it and mm -hmm. you can never put it in? Right. Plus, you can't out. get the air out. You right. have to go down and reach in and pull it out. And then what you do is drill two holes in the bottom of the... Um, the wastebasket. It doesn't have to be in the bottom. It could be on the side near the bottom. And the air goes out. Wow. I'm totally doing that. And Windex for patent leather shoes. And Whoa. you have to... Um, if you have cherry tomatoes... Yes. Slicing them is a pain in the neck. Yes. All you do is put them on a plate. Mm -hmm. Put another plate over it. Mm -hmm. And then slice through. Oh no my messes. gosh. They all Did you sliced. know that, Bryce? I use Tupperware lids, but yeah. Oh my gosh. How's that? That, I got two things from that. The trash can and the cherry tomatoes. Because I don't like whole cherry tomatoes because they pop in your mouth. Mm -hmm. I like you, them cut. Do you want one more? This of course. Key rings. Yes. Are they just ridiculously hard to pry open? Yes. And you do your, your fingernail and then mm -hmm. you finally get out and snaps closed. And then the key fobs are not easy because they're really thick. Mm -hmm. Staple puller. Yeah. You just put it on the key ring uh, and it pries it open, open and you get the key right in. I'm making hand gestures. I know no one can see them. But <laughs> but we can and we appreciate it. Isn't that cool? That is cool. I, I'll use that one too. So three takeaways today. Uh, you know what? I'll give you two more. Steering wheel. It's hot yes. in the sun. Yes. All you have to do when you get out of the car when you know it's going to be a sun is just turn the steering wheel upside down upside down huh so the top is not boiling hot ah until um, you have to pivot to get out of your parking <laughs> spot and you touch all of the parking or all yes. of the steering wheel in the first place yes <laughs> there's that yes um that's like we'll do the insurance excuses it's hilarious <laughs> i turn you know, uh, I ran into the pool because I turned around and looked at my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> and your car remote. Yes. Sometimes the range your, uh, for the garage door, there's a way to lengthen the range, but mm -hmm. in absence of that, you hold it under your chin. Now, why is that? I, I, I'm guessing that the resonance created within your skull or something acts as a better transmitter or a, wow. a, a wider transmitter of the wave. Wow. So That's too much science for me this early. Yeah. How about uh, literature? Let's do literature. Tell, us, tell me, uh, and just say it when you think of it, what these lines have in common. Okay. Um, too much of a good thing. Heart of gold. Such stuff as dreams are made on. Uh, lie low, dead as a doornail, not slept one wink, mum's the word, neither here nor there, for goodness sake, uh, all's well that ends well, a wild goose chase, vanish into thin air, in stitches, uh, give the devil his due, there's method in my madness, wear your heart on your sleeve, there's the rub, to be or not to be, come what may. What's the connection with all of those? They're all lines from Shakespeare plays. That's why I was just almost... The last huh. one sealed it for me. Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, with bated breath. Mm -hmm. Eaten out of house and home. Really something. He it, has really lived on. For, oh, yeah. You know, like, it's amazing. He even invented the word puke. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And assassination. Wow. So, well, assassination sorry. for sure. Sorry, Will. I, you I know. I hate to finish up with puke and assassination. <laughs> You've done so many other great things. <laughs> okay. And one, 30 seconds left. Old, I've done these before. I love old, the wisdom of old pilots. Okay. Um, the only time you have too much fuel is when you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if you push the stick forward, the houses get bigger. If you pull a stick back, they get smaller. 
That's a good one too. <laughs> then that is unless you keep pulling, keep pulling a stick back, <laughs> then they get bigger again. <laughs> when in doubt, hold on to your altitude. No one has ever collided with the sky. Um, True. You know, um, um, in the ongoing battle between objects made of aluminum going hundreds of miles an hour and the ground going zero miles per hour, the ground has yet to lose. <laughs> and the three most useless things to a pilot are the altitude above you, the runway behind you, and a tenth of a second ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is so true. That's a high-stress job right there. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like Sully. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for the Hartford Edge. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week, and thanks for joining us today, Bryce. Thanks so much for having me. Mm -hmm.